This is the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 348. We have nothing to talk about. But that's never stopped us before. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome to the MyMac.com podcast number 348. Are you recording now, Guy? I am recording now, guys. <laughs> it sometimes is a question that needs to be asked. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. How was your weekend? Oh, absolutely fabulous. I mean, we've had two, well, four-day weekends on the trot now, and um, both of them have been sunny. Bank holidays in the UK with sun. It's it's unheard of i i think it's global warming either that or it's a sign of the apocalypse you know the satan is taking uh, yeah, over the that's earth right. and, and all yeah, 2012 thing. isn't it yeah yeah, yeah right around the corner yeah that's when we're all gonna die oh well yeah. oh well <laughs> <laughs> we'll still be doing the podcast <laughs> we right will. right to the very end it'll be welcome to the mime Silence, dead silence. But we will, we will get the show up just that little bit. And that silence might please a lot of people. <laughs> we'll, we'll get just that little bit with that death rattling scream <laughs> uploaded for all the the the, yeah. the few. Uh, yeah. uh, and I'll be able to hear from downstairs. What are you doing up there? I've heard the apocalypses. I'm just podcasting with Guy. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> it's how I wanted to go out anyway. Yeah, that would be good. Yes, thank you. <sighs> so um, this this was kind of weird. I had actually emailed Gaz yesterday in a panic <laughs> because yeah. I, I was thinking, panic. oh, my God, what, what are we going to talk about on the show this week? Because it just didn't seem like there was really like a whole lot going on. And then right out of the blue – well, you know, well, I sent you an email back, didn't I, saying, you know, a few bits and we've got this and we've got a few other bits we can talk about. You went, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, which kind of relieved you a little bit. And then, obviously, the store went down. And I said, plus, we could talk about what's going to be on the store, of course. <laughs> yeah, which we will get to. We we will get to the the, the yes. grandiose things that uh, that Apple has, has consented to release to their shiny toys. Their new shiny toys. I like shiny toys. Um. <laughs> But why don't we uh, why don't we start off? With, Let's go to the MyMac site. Yeah, shall we? the new stuff at MyMac.com. Okay, so um, the first item, which uh, well, where we left off from last week. Well, I hope it's where we left off from last week. Anyway, uh, there's a composition called "From Snapshots to Great Shots." It's a book review from Sam Negri. Yep, and uh, we also have from guess who. Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. Yes, yes. She reviews the iHome IA63 app in oh good God, these names. App enhanced <laughs> alarm clock FM radio. How well, do you fit all now do, do there's do, a better do, one coming up. I know, I know, but I mean do they put like that entire title on like on the the base, do they have could, to like it, make the base bigger to put a title like that you on? You can imagine them all sitting around the around the table going, Right, okay, I want something snappy. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's call it the iHome i i a sixty three app enhanced alarm clock FM radio stereo speaker system. Print 
Incorporated. Inc- incorporated. Incorporated. Um, anyway, the next thing on, on the website <laughs> is the Kensington Powerlift Backup Battery Dock and Stand. That's a review from Suze Gilbert. It's not Suzy. It's Suze, you nitwit Brit. Well, you got it right. I don't care what ah. she says. I oh, know. I did that time. <laughs> uh, next up was TechFan29, which uh, you recorded with uh, with David Cohen. Yes, and apparently we were very nice to each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, more inside baseball stuff. I sent uh, when I was talking to Kaz in an email. I was like, you know, even when you guys interrupted each other, you were very polite about it. You know, very English, very English podcast. Yeah, it's not like me and you, is it? Really? No, no, no. We just interrupt and, and just move right on. Uh, then get on with it. Oh, it's my turn. Um, <laughs> then we have vision and vo- oh, good. Here we go. Vision and voice refining your vision in Adobe Photoshop Lightroom book review by Suze. It's not Suzy. It's Suze. You nitwit Brit. Okay. Well, no, Suze. Suze. <laughs> that was that wasn't that wasn't guys. Yeah, come on, Suze. Get it right. <laughs> that was me, <laughs> Suze Gilbert. <laughs> And um, the last item on the website is the Book of Audacity. That's a review, a book review, of course, yes. from Elisa. Elisa. <laughs> you say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. God, you're I, not on the board at no, all. No, actually, that, I, 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 I waited on purpose that time. Okay. I, I, was, okay. Just, I was just being oh, a jerk. You were, you were doing one of my yeah, waiting. Exactly. You? Actually, that's a book I, I might like to to read. I'll, I'll, I might have to go back to the website and have a bit of a read of that review, to be honest with you, because Audacity is um, quite a popular little app yeah, or it, program it price or too. application or whatever you want to call it. Or something like that. <clears throat> you know, Audio, folks. Audio. You use it for recording. Yeah. yeah. Not that, that we do, but no. some people do. <laughs> um, and, and it's not that it's a bad app. It actually is a good app. Uh, but we have d- developed this workflow that that while no, it doesn't have. always, no, yeah, okay. you have. Okay. You I have. have developed this workflow <laughs> that while it doesn't always work quite to plan, when it does screw up, it's not the program's fault. And no, I'm not going to apologize. No, I'm good. I'm glad those two shows were screwed up. I laughed, laughed. I tell you, laughed. I laughed my socks off. Now get on with the feedback. Oh, feedback. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got all kinds of stuff. We have a request from A McShane asking about Skype call recorders. <laughs> Uh, most people who responded seem to like Ecamm's app Call Recorder, though Gaz and I use Wiretap Studio. It's about a $30, and there's a demo you can try for free. Oh, man, I just screwed that up so badly. Um, yes, completely. A. McShane's... <laughs> wow. Wow, this is really coming out good tonight. Uh, yeah. A. McShane was actually... his His Twitter message was... Most people who responded, and he was talking about uh, what apps people like to use on their iPads or iPhones to record audio, seem to like Ecamm's app Call Recorder. And then I came back with, Gaz and I use Wiretab Studio. It's about $30, and there's a demo you can try for free. Now, I would just like to say that actually Call Recorder is is quite a good app, and I I used to use that um, 
um, when I recorded Skype calls and it, it can actually split your um, your channels as well. So if you're just recording two Skype channels, it'll uh, it will actually split out the channels. So um, I don't think it does much. Whoever that. it is you're talking to, yeah, yeah, but right, it, it does cool. create. Um, I think from memory, it does create rather large MOV files though. But um, yeah, it's a good it's a good little app. It's a good little app. But yeah. we've got we've we've gone down the the wiretap um, route, haven't we? Really, to be honest with you. Yeah, and you know when when I. <clears throat> don't change settings that that I shouldn't change. It works really, really well. Well, actually, like Dean saying that last week was okay. It was just obviously my Skype connection was going a bit dodgy, but yeah, it seems yeah. to be there well, a last couple of times. Yeah, but that was you know because I actually ended up talking to the developer of the program who who basically slapped <laughs> me on the wrist and said, "You fool, you fool." <laughs> I'm a leaf on the wind. Yeah, okay, I'm a leaf on the wind. Okay, the ne- <laughs> the next um, actually, I I don't know how to start this one to be honest with you, but yeah, I this one this was, was a little confusing. It was confusing to me mainly because actually on another show, the where I do the Europe, you know, the EU news for yeah. uh, for Mac eyes only, I I had spoken about a French store which was. Uh, a reseller, which was open uh, quite close to a, um, a Paris, I think it's a Paris Apple store. It might not be Paris now, thinking about it. But anyway, it doesn't, that doesn't matter. The fact was, fact was that this reseller was basically based very close to another Apple store. Anyway, we were talking about how Apple liked to control its ecosphere or ecosphere however you want to say and how they like to keep a tight control and how well the apple stores have been doing well tom schmidt obviously he's um a privateer you could call it and uh, obviously he has an apple an apple shop or sells apple products or repairs apple products and he said uh from tom said to uh on a, a twitter to myself Guy Annalisa, sure, Apple Store, Apple Store, just drive me out of business, why don't you? Now he did put a smiley there, so he was he was he was having a bit of fun. But it's a seriously serious point here because he says people walk in here too. And my point about the uh, on the for Mac Eyes early podcast was the fact that we need resellers as well as Apple stores because I think they'll keep Apple on their toes. But also, all of the Apple resellers that I've ever been into have all been very similar in makeup, i.e. professional out outfits whenever you go in there. Yeah. And I would say if you've got an Apple reseller near you, then you, you, you probably as well to use them rather than worrying about jumping down to the local Apple store. And in fact, there's, um, there's a, a reseller in the UK that recently put out um, a tweet, which um, they're offering interest-free um, uh, an uh, interest financing. period financing on um, any Mac over a certain value uh, and iPads as well. So, you know, that, they're worth a look. That's a better look. deal than you'll get from Apple. Uh, they're, they're definitely worth a look. Definitely yeah. Worth. Well, one of my, <laughs> one of my favorite uh, Apple stores isn't a, an Apple store. It's the, the Mac Life store in Boise, Idaho, which, you know, why I was actually in Boise, Idaho is, is a whole other story. But yeah, yeah, let's not go down that let's avenue. Let's not go down that avenue. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's a great store. And uh, Tom actually works for a, a company in Minneapolis called First Tech Computers. So you go, if, if you see? live in that area, please go see Tom and yeah. tell him that Guy and Guy say we're sorry. Yeah, yeah, say, say we're sorry. Go in and say, um, 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 well, annoy him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom, no, sorry about that. We was we was really talking about the whole ecosphere, the way Apple, you know, tries to keep control. But no, if you've got an Apple reseller near you, use them. Yeah, they're great. 
Uh, we also have some feedback mm. from email. We have something here from Mark Shepard, who's asking, say, or asking, he's asking, saying, unless I'm mistaken, I believe I heard you speak of an FM transmitter for the iPhone iPod that will let you select frequencies down to 87.7 or 87.9. Could you please tell me what that was? Thanks. And uh, I, I did a little look up on that, and Griffin makes an FM transmitter that does work down into those frequencies called the uh, the Griffin Road Trip. Yeah, I've got I've actually got an iTrip, but do you know I can't remember who makes it because I was I actually got it free with a magazine subscription, a Mac uh, format. Um, magazine, magazine subscription, yeah. That um, actually, I've stopped getting it, and I'll, we could come on to that later. But okay. um, I've, I've stopped subscribing to that now. But Did I they got take it when the I uh, trip back. They say, <laughs> it's a door. Give us back the I trip. Damn no, you. no. Part of the agreement was that I could keep that free, whether I continued or not. Okay. Anyway, I, it's a little device, and I use it all the time. But you, you found this, uh, this other. Transmitter. I mean, there are a lot well, out yeah. there, aren't there? there. There's a lot of them out there. The, <clears> the, <throat> the problem is, especially in the bigger cities, and I imagine it's the same way in the UK. Uh, here in the US, you get close to some of these big cities, and it's almost impossible to find a clear FM frequency and a clear channel. Yeah, yeah, a, a clear channel. And most of these have like three or four or five presets that you can put a couple of different frequencies in. But if you're driving long distance, which is easy to do here in the States, then when you leave one area and go into another area, it may be all five of those are you know jumbled up and you, you can't get a clear signal. But no one in the U.S. uses 87.7 or 87.9 uh, megahertz. Well, I know for sure that the iTrip does because that's it's eighty-seven point nine that I've <clears throat> that I've got it on constantly, and there's only uh, a couple of instances where it's been interfered. Yeah, so, so but, been right. But <clears throat> in order to do this with the uh, the road trip, you'll need to make sure that when you go into the settings for the device that you select the uh, the EU. And that's the only way those two frequencies will show up. The uh, other right. thing I have to say is, right, make sure, because this is an older device, that this will work with whatever iOS device you have, because Apple is, over the years has made some changes to the 30-pin dock connector that yeah, may well, make I, it incompatible. It's not only that, Guy. I think they're making lots of changes to uh, the software as well, because I think I mentioned um, the other week that I'm finding a few devices which don't seem to work on my iPad through the you know, the camera connection kit anymore, which is rather frustrating, to put it lightly. Yeah, well, as I, I, think there's a, um, I think there's a new update coming out very, very soon for, for iOS, and I don't know if that's going to be more along the lines of Okay, we're not going to collect all your location services information so that Congress won't like slap us across the face, or if it's like bug fixes, or if it's actually going to add some more functionality. I don't know. No, I think it'll be. I'll think it'll be the the you know the, the former, or the yeah, form. no, the former, so that you you know, so that um, it'll fix the issues with um, what, what the, do they call it, location gate. Yeah. Oh, is that is that what they're calling it? That location. Well, yes. Yeah, Why do they have yeah. to add gate to anything that's a slight controversy? Oh, I stubbed my toe. It's toe gate. You know. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. Yeah. Open source. <laughs> uh, it's open gate. Oh, open no, gate. Source gate. <laughs> it's I a closed know. gate. Uh, <laughs> I can't um, get any, in. Anyway, moving yeah. on. Yeah. Go ahead. 
There's one from Reb. It says, One Hot Mac. Um, apparently, this started about uh, a day or two ago. I'm not sure when we received the email, so it, it started it a few... Week. It started last week, uh, and it actually locks up his machine. He says he don't know, he doesn't know why, um, because he's not doing anything special with the apps at the time. Just normal mail, Safari, Adium for chat. Um, he's installed a fan controller to see if it was just getting too hot for normal use. Uh, with this app installed in the system preferences panel, I'm able to speed up the fans manually. Now he's thinking about taking it all apart and clean, cleaning it. Um, he just wanted to pose a question to the MyMac team. Ah, that's me and you. Yeah. Oh dear. Whoops. Uh, to see if anyone ha- <laughs> to see if anyone has uh, seen this before. Now I, I don't. Is this an iMac? Do you, do you know what the machine yeah, I, is? I don't think he said. <laughs> I, I'm imagining that it's probably an iMac, just yeah. from kind of the the way that the message is worded. Yeah, probably right. Yeah. And we'll um, guess at iMac, Reb. Yeah, and if we're wrong, then let us correct us. Correct us. We love being corrected. Hurt me, hurt me. Um, my reply was: Has there been any major software or hardware changes to the Mac recently, or any difference in the environment that the Mac is in? Does it happen on boot, or does it take a while? Now, the the fan control software I use is called SMC Fan Control, and besides having a system preferences uh, panel, it also will put something in your menu bar on top that you can bring down and make changes to it. Um, it, you know, it lets you know what the temperature and fan speeds are for the Mac. Now, if this is temperature related, uh, you may have a problem with either a sensor or a component that is more sensitive to heat than normal. And, and basically either way, the first thing you want to do is back up, all of your data by whatever your preferred method is and a complete backup with either super duper or carbon copy cloner, I would highly recommend and then take it to your nearest Apple authorized repair center to get it checked. And that could be like first computer in Minneapolis, Minnesota. (laughs) And the last thing I say, is it still under warranty? Yeah. Yeah. So if it's still under warranty, then, you know, get onto Apple and, um, and the authorized am I right in this? I don't know whether you can answer this or not, Guy, but am I right? Is if something is um under warranty, can Apple direct you to an authorized repair center to get um get the repair done there? Um Do you know they, that or they not? can, but chances are they won't that they'll more likely well, 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 try well, to hang on a minute. What, what happens stores? what happens if you're close to a reseller or an authorized repair uh, center and the nearest apple store is like a long long way away well, you, can, you can still go to the to the app as long <clears> as it's a, a an official apple authorized repair center they can take it in and take care of warranty issues cool what, was that your actual question before yes. I, before i went off <laughs> yes. uh, okay <laughs> okay um, Gaz, we got a Skype call. Yay! And it's a weird one. Is it? Yes. yes. Well, that's not very nice thing to say. <laughs> we, we, we get a Skype call. I'm, I'm all excited, and you say it's a weird one. Well, actually, you know, we love feedback from from however we get it. And by weird, I mean that it's praising us. Oh, that, that, that is weird. That is weird. <laughs> Someone to praise us, yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead and play it now. Hey, guy. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys are funny. You know, you amuse me. You guys and Timmy's get the best podcasts. I just want to say how much I, I do love your podcast. Yeah, the best, the best, the best. You guys are great. 
Uh, what else I have to say? Uh, I don't know. That's all for now. I'll be back again. Take care. This is Eddie, by the way. Eddie Spaghetti. Thank you. That was easy. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> that was great. I do, I do feel like I'm in the Godfather now, though. Well, I, it was more like he was channeling Joe Pecci. <laughs> do hey, I you guys you? are great. Do it's I brilliant. amuse you? Yeah. <laughs> do I make you laugh? I like the bit at the end. Oh, well, that was easy. That was easy. <laughs> you see everyone? Even Eddie Spaghetti. <laughs> knows how to use soundboard. Yeah. Brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Eddie. That cool. was great. Um, I think we need to take a break. Yeah, I, do. I do. I need to lie down. And I've got uh, another foreign language closeout. I have no idea what this person is saying. Somebody, okay, somebody needs to tell me. So here okay. it is. Even pause. Ga niet weg. We zijn zo weer terug. And I hope he just didn't I say know what that is. Dirty. Oh, what is it? Stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. Did he say it like that? Yep. Too bad. We were thrown down spells. We never got a chance to say Quite polite with one in mind to keep us off the street. So we made it all for a minute or two with the high class clientele. And then somebody said, You invited them. Okay, I don't know about you guys, but I'm standing by to stand by. Am I, am I supposed to do something while I'm standing by? Then See, the noise you just heard just got mail on my iPhone. That's because I'm a huge tech fan. I'm a fan of technology, and as such, got a new podcast called, coincidentally enough, Tech Fan. My name is Tim Robertson. I'm the host of the show. We've got David Cohen, another ex-MyMac.com podcast host. So it's just a continuation of what you're hearing here on MyMac. We broaden the scope just a little bit, including not just Apple and the Macintosh and the iOS devices, but, you know, Google, Microsoft, Nokia. If it has to do with technology, we're talking about it. So I hope you give us a chance. It's TechFan. You can find a listing to it at MyMac.com. It's in iTunes, free of charge, not going to cost you a dime, unless you want to send us some money, in which case, uh, make it out to cash, and uh, just email me and I'll get you that info. Hey, it's TechFan, MyMac.com. Peace out. Yeah, that was stupid, wasn't it? Uh, I'm never doing that again. Oh, mail. Podcasting means never having to say you're sorry. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Where were they going without ever And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is MyMac.com podcast with an ever so slight Macintosh by Actually, before we begin, last Sunday, uh, I was kind of surfing around and I saw that uh, Allison was online. So right. I went and I looked and it turns out and I didn't know this. Sunday night is when she records her show. You Correct. Know, I listen yes. to I listen to her show like every single week, and she always says we record on Sunday nights. And it never like quite clicked into my head that that meant oh she she records on Sunday nights, and <laughs> I can actually listen to it. So I, I went into the chat room, and cool. the weird thing was uh, my name actually changed somehow while I was in the chat room. It started off as being Mac Parrot, and then somehow 
got switched over to my other weird alias, which is Mac Hippie. So everybody was like, wait, wait, wait a second. Mac Parrot, that's Guy. Who's Mac Hippie? He's like, no, no, that's Guy, too. And, you know, you could just see, like, the collective shrug of everyone that was in yeah. the chat room. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So, oh, that, but it was so much fun listening to, uh, to Allison's show. Uh, we'll give him a free plug here. The uh, Nosillacast podcast. Great, great show. Visit Honda Bob. Even if, <laughs> even if you don't live in Los Angeles, just call. Ring him up. Ring yeah, him ring up. him up. Yeah, so, if yeah. you're in New York, if you're in New York, <laughs> ring him up and say, how much did you charge to come to New York? I've, I've got a Honda in Bucharest. <laughs> I need you to come fix my Honda. <laughs> oh, good God. Uh, yeah. uh, we're, we're having way too much fun tonight. Um, <laughs> one of the things that, that – and this, I think, is an event – that will probably never, ever, ever be repeated. Apple made a product announcement before we actually sat down to record a podcast. Well, I told them. I said, I've had enough. I said, <laughs> I said look, look, Steve, I don't care. You release before we go on air, else I'm having a word with Kate Middleton. <laughs> and she'll, she'll take away your MBE or whatever it is that Steve... Actually, wasn't he knighted or something? Was he knighted or... Steve Jobs? Yeah. No, there was a story that um, he was down to get some award, um, you know, some honorary British award. I can't remember. It was uh, it wouldn't have, it might have been member of the British Empire, so that'd be MBE or OBE. Yeah. I come honorary member. I can't. I can't remember what they're called without looking them up. Um, but basically, it, there were, the story was that um, for some reason the Prime Minister at the time, um, because of something else, said no, he's not getting one. So I, I don't. I don't know. I don't vouch much for the story to be he's honest probably with you, a but, windows uh, user <laughs> i'm not giving steve jobs you know i have to i can't say it in an english accent yeah, i, I can say it in an australian accent <laughs> anyway anyway <laughs> okay okay all right now i'm back I'm so back. apple have released new imacs after i had my conversation with steve yeah, thank you. Thanks, thanks. We have Gaz to thank. Thank you, Gaz. That's all right. <laughs> so, what do you what do you want releasing next week? Uh, let's talk about that after the show. Okay, okay. Um, basically, Apple ups and puts out new iMacs that start out at whoa in speed and quickly move into uh, oh my freaking god. <laughs> now, every single one of these new iMacs, without exception, is sporting a quad core. Intel i5 processor, and it starts that's, at 2.5 gigahertz. Yeah, that's the lowest model. That's isn't the it? lowest model. Yeah, yeah. And that's what 1199, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the UK, it's nine hundred. It's nine ninety nine, including yeah. including taxes. Yeah, that. But that, that, yeah, yeah, that bad. That bad vet. And at the uh, the twenty seven inch tops out. You know, if you buy it off the shelf at three point at. Uh, 3.1 gig. I can't. I, where's my teeth? 3.1 gigahertz for the 27 inch. Yeah. And if you have a little bit more cash, the top end for both models can go to a uh, 2.8 gigahertz for the 21.5 or 3.4 friggin' gigahertz for the 27 inch. 3.4 gigahertz quad core iMac. I think you maxed that top one out, didn't you? Uh, which one? The, the top one, the top model. Did yes. you max it out? Oh, oh, go on, tell, God, go on, yes. tell it, go on. I know okay. I'm probably jumping ahead, but just tell no, me how much fine. it is. That's fine. So 
basically after I heard about this, I went to the Apple store and I said, well, <clears throat> I wonder how much I could actually spend on an iMac. So I picked every single possible option, including a printer, Aperture. £173 in the UK. Final Cut Express, (laughs) one-on-one. You know, if if, if the Apple Care, if there was an option that was going to cost money, I clicked on it. You clicked it. I clicked it. I I clicked the hell out of that thing. And the total came to almost $5,500 for a 27-inch 3.5. One three point four gigahertz, three point four gigahertz i seven iMac. Now that's be, that's that's before any taxes. Yeah. So I did I did the same thing in the UK. And how much did it come to? In dollars, I can tell you go in on. dollars. Yeah, give me dollars. Go on. Okay, in dollars. Actually, no, I can tell you in pounds. In pounds, <laughs> it was three thousand nine hundred and thirty six pounds, which for our uh, American friends comes to six thousand four hundred and eighty-two dollars for an I could, iMac. I could, I could buy a small car for that. <laughs> well, you could almost buy two Mac Pros for that. <laughs> well, you, you'd have to go refurb, but yeah, yeah, you you could go two Mac Pros for that. Wow! But that now, but they are some machines. Yeah, they are some machines. So just going through it, I mean, you you've mentioned that um, each model has at least four gigabyte of RAM, mm-hmm. um, but the 27-inch can go up to 16 gig, whereas the 21 uh, can only go up to 8 gig, I think. No, 16. They can all... Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. No, 8. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 21-inch can only go up to 8 gig, but the 27-inch can go up to 16 gig. Yeah, but only... And, and I thought this was kind of weird. You can only get 16 gigs if you add it through the online Apple store. Oh, I didn't know that bit. Yeah, well, that so was that's the part that kind of made me say, huh? Now, nah, mm, that is interesting. Yeah, now the RAM for this machine, I don't know what the, the specs are for that, for, for that RAM, but I imagine that right now the, the top that you can get is four gig sticks because the iMacs basically use, they don't use like desktop computer RAM. It's, it's like laptop RAM to save room. So yeah. I'm guessing that at least for right now, the biggest stick you can get or easily get is a, a four gig stick, which with the two RAM slots that are in the iMac means that you have eight gigs of RAM. Yeah. So does that mean that Apple somehow has a supply of eight gig sticks or no, there are well, two hidden memory slots? Yeah, I think you're right because it actually says on the UK site, you, it's four by four gig sticks to get you 16. Okay, and every iMac that I know of, at least recently, only have the two accessible memory slots. So they're not. So they've they've stuck an extra board on there for extra RAM somewhere on the twenty-seven inch. Yeah, uh, you know, I uh, I wish I had. I don't have the Apple Store up right now. <clears throat> I'd like I you know, no, I did click on it to get the sixteen gigs of RAM, but I don't remember how much that was off the top of my head. Well, it's four hundred and eighty pounds. It's an extra four hundred and eighty pounds for the four four gig sticks. So that's got to be like what seven hundred dollars, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's a lot of money. It is. Um, graphics have also been updated to AMD's latest rate, or at least latest for the Mac, Radeon 6700 series with 512 megabytes of VRAM. And if you go to the, the top and 27 inch, you get a 6900 series card 
Correct. <clears throat> Excuse me. With one gigabyte of VRAM with an optional, and of course, that was one of the ones I clicked, <laughs> two gigabytes of, <laughs> of VRAM can be found or can be had with the top end 27 inch. Now, yeah. that's, and we're talking about a computer that's like, what, barely more than like an inch we, and a half we, thick? Yeah, and we're talking about a computer that can run the country. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Now, imagine if you went back in time to, like, 1960 or 1961 and handed, yeah. and handed they, a scientist an wouldn't believe it. It would be something from outer space. Right, right. And then as their mouth – is there drooling <clears throat> over that? You sit there and say, oh, yeah, I can show you the specs right here on my iPhone. <laughs> well, no, I can't because the internet hasn't been invented yet. <sighs> so you now are, the podcast – You are funny at times. I know. Well, now the podcast is going to be banned in China because China says you can't have time travel stories. <laughs> is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah. Can you believe that? They've banned any references to time travel. Okay. So apparently China knows something that we don't about time travel. <laughs> oh, okay. all right. We're getting off the topic here. Yes, That's we are. Right, let's, moving back to the IMAX. Yeah, go ahead. Um, they basically got some storage. Now on the – I'm not sure whether you can get – I don't think you can get this on the lowest model one. So if you go for the uh, the basic 20, uh, 21-inch with um, the lowest uh, processor, the 2.5 uh, quad-core um, i5, you have an option which is just 500 gigabytes or hard drive, which yeah. is a 7,200 7, um, RPM hard drive, which is, you know, uh, fairly standard these days. But if you go up to the next machine, um, you can actually um, get two hard drives. Um, you can have, um, I believe that you can configure it up to two um Two terabytes, so you could have a um, a two terabyte option. But if you wanted, you could add an extra hard drive in there. So you could actually have on their their suggestion because they don't give you the option to put an extra um, full size uh, drive. Full size drive in there. Yeah, they there's, offer, there's they, that room. No, they offer. They give you the option of putting a standard um, SATA drive in there plus. A solid state drive in there, so you could, if you went for the the, the highest measure, you'd go for a two terabyte uh, serial ATA drive or a SATA drive with a two hundred and fifty six gigabyte solid state drive. Now, if you did that, I actually um, put one of those options down and then read more information on that. What they'll do is load all of the applications onto the solid state drive, wow, which obviously really speed it up, which obviously makes sense, and then obviously all your data can sit on your serial drive yeah so um that's a good option to go for um i mean i'm i'm <laughs> i'm looking for an upgrade on the mac mini to be honest with you with the um the uh, an ssd in there because this macbook air I'm, I'm quite happy to live with less data actually on the drive and carry around on the drive because the speed improvement just far outweighs yeah uh, the inconvenience of not having all of the data with you all of the time well, you've got the, um, the the older version of the Mac Mini before they, they made the, the the change to the box itself? No, I've got both. I've actually got both. The one I run on, uh, actually upstairs, which is the one I'm on at the moment, is the older version, the, the, the deeper version. Yeah, okay. Because you can get a a, uh, a drive from uh, Otherworld Computing that like matches that base Yeah, the, the, only problem with, the only problem with that is you lose your um, uh, your optical drive. Oh no no no! I'm talking about a separate enclosure. 
Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, with, with like, and, and you connect it up via FireWire, which is going to make it pretty speedy <laughs> quick, and then replace your internal drive in the Mac Mini with a solid-state drive for the OS and your applications. Yeah, I have thought about doing that. I'd, uh, that is something which I've certainly um, contemplated, and sh- sh- yeah, it's possibly an option. It's possibly a way for me to go, certainly. Yeah, certainly. but, you know, honestly, if you're going to spend that kind of money, you can get a low-end Mac- <laughs> iMac <laughs> with a quad-core i5. <laughs> and it only- probably and- wouldn't be that much more expensive to do it that way. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And talking about iMacs, Apple brought out... Oh, no, we, we already said that, haven't we? <laughs> about what? I was trying to bring it back to the iMacs. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we can do that. Uh, let's talk about the ports. Go on, then. Okay. Uh, it includes four USB 2 ports, which, and, of course, that's either USB 1 or USB 2. Uh, Ethernet gigabit, gigabit port. Uh, Firewire still not dead. Reports of its demise has been yeah, exaggerated. Yeah. One Firewire 800 port. Uh, the usual audio inputs and outputs and SD card slot. Uh, the mini display port is gone. But in its place is everyone's favorite or new new hotness, the Thunderbolt ports. With the 21.5 inch, it has one. with, And then there's two, of course. Well, not of course, because none of us have seen these machines yet. <sighs> Gaz. <laughs> It's I got really two. Am it to you two. are. You, yes. you are. Two the 27, 27 inch. Two. Yay. <laughs> so now Thunderbolt, besides being used, or Thunderbolt, besides being able to be used for uh, storage devices or what have you, you can also use it to connect up with the proper adapter to like monitors. Yes, that, and I've seen that actually happen. I think Engadget actually did that. They did a um, a shot with the the new twenty seven inch, and it um, it was driving two separate monitors. Now I have heard somebody else say, well, you know, you could possibly connect this up to another iMac, uh, and obviously then you know you're talking about the power of a Mac Pro. However, I've also heard that it only drives it one way when it's driving to another iMac like that. So it's it's not quite you know it can't quite you can't quite piggyback on to another yeah. machine to make it an all powerful you know uh, double iMac um super duper flying spaceship <laughs> <laughs> well said gags well said <laughs> but it will drive two extra screens so you could have two 30 inch screens right. along with your 27 inch iMac if now, you wanted to did apple if you, also, if, you, if you wanted a suntan of course yeah did apple also release uh now do, does apple's monitors have thunderbolt connections or are they still dvi no i think they're still dvi okay so so they'll I charge don't... you an extra $150 for the for the adapters. <laughs> yeah, at least, which would be <laughs> 80 pounds. Um, the, the problem right now, especially if you have the 21.5-inch and you want to have an external display, is that there aren't any displays that I know of right now that are Thunderbolt-friendly. So there's no way to... Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to slow you there because I okay. know the Engadget... Um, display that they were driving out were two Dell machines, were two Dell monitors. So, so off of they, one Thunderbolt port? No, because they were using the 27-inch, so they were driving off two. So, oh, I see what you're saying. If you wanted to go to the um, the extra monitor, you would then need an adapter um, to be able to use any of the Thunderbolt devices. 
Well, no, it's not, it's, it actually, it's, it's it's worse than that. Um, <clears throat> you can't, you know, I mean, Thunderbolt is like Firewire is like USB in that you have to have a controller within the device that you're going to in order to link back out from it to connect to another device. To daisy chain. To daisy chain. So if you take the one port, the one Thunderbolt port on the 21.5 inch and you connect it through uh, a mini DVI connector or or a Thunderbolt to DVI connector to that monitor, you can't hook up anything else Thunderbolt wise to your iMac. But I wonder whether there's an adapter which comes out, which is also a splitter. I wonder whether I, you'll I have an adapter coming. Like yeah, I wonder whether there'll be an adapter coming out which has got a split on it, so that you could, you know, um, so you can run another um, monitor, but also split off to other devices as well. Well, if Thunderbolt takes off like it probably should, because I mean it is so much faster. Well, than Intel USB are behind 3. this as well. I think yeah. it would. Well, well Intel is also behind USB three, but I think you know I think Thunderbolt because it is just so much more faster and goes back and forth like USB cannot, like FireWire does, but USB yep. cannot. Yep. Um, I imagine they'll be pushing manufacturers to come out with Thunderbolt-friendly monitors as well as storage devices. So if you take a Thunderbolt cable directly from your iMac, plug it into this monitor, where there's a built-in hub of at least one more port that you can come out from it and connect up to other devices. I mean, they used yeah. to do that with FireWire. I, I remember, Fire, um, well, Apple used to have their... I think well, they did. I mean, the Dell, do, Dell are pretty good at doing that with USB, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Dell's uh, monitors that we've got to work, have also, they're, they're also USB hubs. So Yeah, but see, I, there's I, a difference. That's a hub. Yeah, where... I know, I know. But, I mean, that's pretty much what you're talking about. I mean, you're talking yeah. about a throughput. Right, but with just one cable. Yeah. Instead of yeah. having DVI and Correct. USB yeah. cable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and it'll take a while because Thunderbolt is relatively new, and I think Apple still has exclusivity on it. For I don't I don't recall anyone actually giving a time frame for Apple's exclusivity on Thunderbolt. No, but, I don't I don't know either. Yeah, one interesting thing. If they, wanted, thing, if actually, they wanted to take off, they 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 have to get that into a lot of people's hands. Yeah, one other thing that um, was interesting was apparently, and now I didn't know this um, for sure, but apparently the. Magic Trackpad has not been an option on the machines prior to this release. So now you can actually have a Magic Trackpad as an option rather than the Magic Mouse on on these devices. Oh, you mean and, and you not have a mouse at all and, and just have the trackpad? You just go for the trackpad. Now, some people are saying that hints towards these machines really running and Lion being, you know, part of these machines. So, you know, if you're looking forward to uh, the next release of the operating system, then I think these are being built to make, accommodate that. Yeah. yeah, to make to make Lion absolutely scream. <laughs> or roar, I should say, shouldn't well, I? Well, I mean, let's face it, you know, if, if you're running... <laughs> Bootcamp, or or you're running uh, <clears throat> Linux through VMware or Parallels, it's going to make them all scream. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think we need to take a break, guys. I think you're right. You want to take us out? Uh, yeah. What again? I can do that. Oh no, no, that's right. I forgot. Well, we did. No, I'll do it. I do it. I don't care. Okay. It's, you know. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Everybody, stand by to stand by, and we will be right back. You said that just like a computer would. It's a wonderful night, you gotta take it from me. It's a wonderful night. 
gotta shake it for me. It's a wonderful night. It's a wonderful night. Everybody can see. It's a wonderful night. It's a wonderful night. John Nemo here, the MyMac Reviews Editor. In less time than it takes Guy and Gaz to get out of their introduction and dig into their man cave, you could have listened to several episodes of the Pocket Size Podcast featuring John Nemo's World Shortest Review Cast. Get with it! Listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast probably won't cure male pattern baldness, but can you afford to take that chance? And welcome back to the last section of the MyMac.com podcast this week um, with your hosts, Guy Searle, and that's Guy of yeah. the Guy and Gaz, and me, Gaz, of the Guy and Gaz. As Guy... My. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that was too long, wasn't it? Yeah, way too long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, to to finish this week off, uh, I wanted to talk about some of the alternatives to iMovie on the iOS and how to get video from your iPhone to your iPad. Now we kind of went over this, um, I guess, a, a month or two ago when yeah, I first started like talking about. You know, not taking my yeah, you, laptop to Mac. You're just you're just determined, aren't you? You're, oh, you're so determined not I am. to take something. I'm going. To... I'm going so friggin' light. I, I won't even need a plane to, to fly there. <laughs> Whatever that means. I've, I've seen your boots. Yeah. Well, well I do wear size 16s. So yeah. <laughs> don't know how far off the ground I'm going to get. Um, <laughs> I've got three apps here to talk about, and they all will do. Very, very similar things to what iMovie does, sometimes without the polish, sometimes with a feature or two that works kind of differently. Uh, let, let's just go through them here real quick. Now, oh, the difference is, at least as far as the apps that we're going to talk about now, is unlike iMovie, which will only work on the iPhone 4 and the iPad 2, all three of these apps will work on the iPhone 3GS at the very least and the first iPad. And they're cheaper, too. Uh, the first one is from Path36. The program's name is called Splice. Now, on the upside, it, it's it's pretty cheap. It's about a buck ninety nine here in the States. Now, where they kind of get you is they have add-ons for sound effects and music that you can download. And it's it's relatively easy to use. It's got good transitions and easy black screen titling. The downside is a lot of the add-ons that they're trying to sell you don't really seem to add much value, in my opinion. And audio editing, and this is pretty much the same for iMovie as well, is very basic. And yeah. you can't put titles over existing video, <laughs> and there's no separate iPad app. However, it's a buck ninety-nine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's funny. I've got a bit of a comment about that, actually, though. Yeah, go cheap, ahead. A cheap iPad app. So not cheap iPad apps, but in fact... It's not even. It doesn't even relate relate to um, Video. iOS apps. To be honest with you, it relates to uh, the App Store um, for 
applications which come down on your on your Mac because you kind of expect and this is taking this, this is a bit of a sidestep I'm afraid no, guys no, sorry about that no <laughs> say it ain't so <laughs> but one of my picks was going to be a particular app and I, I, I think we'll we'll delve into this next week perhaps because it could okay. be a, quite a good subject but um, I, I did a quick search in the app store and it disappeared and then I did a bit of a search on the you know on the the, the, the wide world, the wide world, <laughs> the world wide web. web. And um, it, basically this guy seems to have come on, created this app, and then, you know, it, he went on to the next, the version two, um, charged very little, but then has disappeared. And um, I, I kind of made a, a, a comment in Twitter earlier that, you know, when you buy cheap apps from the app store, don't be surprised if they suddenly disappear or support for them disappears, yeah. which is a shame, really, because it was quite a good app. But anyway, sorry, for a buck 99, <laughs> yeah. even even if it only lasts a week. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd never, ever, ever get another update. Um, I, I have used Splice, and I like it. It it doesn't do some of the things that, that I kind of need from a, a video app on mobile devices. But for the most part, it does exactly what it what they say it's supposed to do, and it, and it's relatively stable. And when you're talking about editing video on devices as small as an iPhone or an iPad, I mean, there's there's a lot of background processing going on there, and sometimes, especially the apps that are kind of pushing the edge of what the hardware is capable of doing, you you can run into some problems there. But yeah, Splice yeah. works very very well. Cool. Uh, what else the, you got? The, the next one, <clears throat> this is the video app from hell. <laughs> not because it doesn't do what they say it does, not because it isn't a very, very capable app. Uh, it's first video from Vericorder. Now, the, the upside to this app is that there really doesn't seem to be much that this app can't do with audio and video, and they also have versions for both the iPhone and the iPad. So far, sounds great, doesn't it? Sounds perfect. Perfect. However, uh, the downside is it's very expensive. Now, when I tell you this price, you will be shocked because there's not many apps that come in at a price like this. Twenty nine ninety nine U.S. dollars. <laughs> now, Splice was a buck ninety nine. Yeah, but 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 but. but. If this does what you want it to do, yes, then it's not expensive, is it? That's true. That's true. However, it's only it's only expensive because you're comparing it to you know cheaper apps. And yeah. read my comment earlier, which was more relevant than I anticipated. Now is the <laughs> fact that if those other apps suddenly disappear or are not updated, then you know that twenty nine ninety nine, if it keeps being updated. Um, and so and far, keeps they, getting it supported, then you know it's worth the money. Yeah. Now, although I, I do see that you also say, yeah, it's it's got quite a big learning curve, and uh, the interface is not as friendly. No, but, it, it is you know. not a friendly interface. This is the kind of interface that reaches out, grabs you by the neck, shakes your head, and say, "Try this." So, well, that's a challenge if ever <laughs> I've heard one. Yeah, yeah. But what it th the things that that first video can do especially with audio is is something that it, it, it's almost like it's almost like garage band 
for the iPad. However, <laughs> Apple's already released GarageBand for the for iPad. the iPad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, okay. you can you can duck video. You can slowly you can do all of these things. The problem with Splice and the next app that I'm going to talk about is you have separate tracks for audio, and you can take audio that you have recorded yourself through the built-in microphone. <clears throat> you can take audio that you have in your iTunes library and drop it onto a track and adjust the volume. However, it's for it's the volume for the entire track or the that or that entire clip. You can't like say, okay, well I want it to be at this volume up until it reaches this point, then I want it to duck down so that I'm not overplaying mm -hmm. yeah, somebody like that. that's talking. Don't like that. Don't yeah. like that. But first video will do that if you can figure out how. Oh, right. <laughs> like I said, the learning curve is huge and the interface the interface is not very friendly. I, I have great hopes for this program and I really hope that somebody with any kind of sense of user interface can take this to the next level where you can use it without having to be like some kind of, you know, idiot savant to figure it out. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So what about your last one? The then? last that, one. Cause I see that's quite a cheap one as well. Yeah. Uh, if I had to choose between splice and this next app, this next app would be the one I would get. It's real director from Nextvio, And this was one of the first video editing apps that I'm aware of in iOS. And again, it's the dollar 99, just like splice. Uh, the difference between Splice and this program as well is Splice does not have a separate version for the iPad. You're basically doing the 2x doubling with Splice. Mm. This program has a, so a separate so it's not a universal app. It's it's not a universal app. It's two you two you know you're doubling up on the pixels. Eh? Exactly. Exactly. So that's, I don't like that. I yeah. Don't like, I and, mean, some are okay, but yeah, for video editing, I wouldn't have thought it was that good. No, no. And this one will let you do titling over existing video clips. It has HD output. And something I thought was kind of cool, um, when, when you're editing a video clip and you want to get to just a particular frame before you make that cut, they have a built-in scroll wheel that will let you go frame to frame. That's cool. That is cool. That's cool. So for video cutting and trimming, that scroll wheel is just amazing. Now, the downside, the only real downside to this program uh, is that the audio editing is very basic, very similar to Splice. Right. But if I was going to choose between Splice and RealDirector at the same price, I would choose RealDirector. That's good. That's yep. good. It's good to know. It's good to know. So... Now, we, you did put something else into the show notes for this week, but um, I've I persuaded Guy, everyone, that we're going to hold off just for a week. Now, it's a possible contest. Yes, yeah. you heard it. You heard <clears throat> a possible contest. You could win something. And well, the, something you, the something you well, could you, win well, can, well, cannot easily be, be gotten hold of anymore. Yes. Uh, and it's it's only unfortunately it's only going to be to U.S. residents, but hey, you know yeah. there's lots of you out there, so don't yeah. worry about it. But we'll we'll talk more about that next week. Uh, now, hopefully, do you, do you, hopefully, yeah. yes, or in future weeks, in future time. <laughs> now, uh, China's going to cut us off again. Go ahead. Yes, they are. Yeah, time traveling. Have you got an app pick this week? I guy? do have an app pick, and it's not going to cost you a dime, and it's not an iOS app. 
this, uh, this is, I'm just getting more and more amazed. We're, we're, it's really, it really is a MyMac show this week, isn't it? It is a MyMac show this week. Uh, well, except for that whole thing about iOS video editing. Yeah, apart from that bit. Yeah, well, let's just <laughs> let that go. Um, the, the app, the app that, uh, that I'm, I'm choosing for this week is a free app called A Monster Ate My Homework. And it's a kind of a 3D physics puzzle shooter, which is kind of difficult to describe. But basically, you've got these like square and rectangular shaped 3D monsters. And there are books and apples and, and other kinds of school supplies that they won't let you have. And all of this sits on top of a cardboard box surrounded by water. Okay, You're Are so you with sad. me so far? I'm with you so far. Okay. You're so sad. Aren't you? <laughs> so what you have to do is with your with your little crosshairs, kind of looks like Final Cut Pro, but that's a whole other thing. Is <laughs> shoot the monsters off the box. Shoot the monsters. Shoot the monsters off the box without having all of the school supplies also fall off the box. Right. And, and you can turn in 360 degrees all the way around the box to choose your targets. Cool. And it's a lot of fun. A monster ate my homework, and I even love the name of the company, Geek Beach Limited. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do love your picks. Um, <laughs> well, this week, I, I've come out with a Mac app as well. Oh, my it's goodness. It's called Flux. Now, it's actually F.Lux. Don't go into the Mac App Store and search for Flux because you'll come up with an application that's got nothing to do with what I'm talking about and it'll cost you at least £112. Okay. So that's so, a bad thing. That's a bad thing. But this, if you search for, obviously we'll put the link in yeah. the show notes, but it's uh, Stereopsis, uh, Stereopsis.com uh, forward slash Flux. Um, but as I say, if you do a search for F.LUX, this basically is an app that I found um, a few weeks ago, actually. Um, very often I'm looking at my Mac in a darkened room, i.e. I might have it while I'm in bed. And, you know, sometimes I use the iPad, but sometimes I'm also... Yes, I know. <laughs> well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I'm looking at my screen. I'm looking at my Mac in a room with a tungsten light. And very often I, I find myself squinting a little bit because it's getting just a bit too bright. Now, I yeah. know that there's a, you know, um, a brightness uh, reduction that you can use on your machine, but I... You know, you keep adjusting that up and down, up and down. Anyway, this app automatically, according to the time of day, will subtly change your um, your screen. Yeah, but it changes the color slightly as well so that it'll match whatever light that you're in. I mean, at the moment, I've got it set so that um, it uh, matches tungsten lighting, but it'll also match for halogen or fluorescent or daylight, of course. Now, there's one downside to this little app. It's a menu bar app which sits up there and you can easily get access to it and quit it if you need to. If you're going to watch a film, you probably don't want this app running. <laughs> Um, because yeah. obviously it does adjust the color that you're looking at. But I must admit, if I'm just doing normal stuff on my machine, this app does save my eyes. I find it might, you know, it's a lot easier to, to look at my screen. So if you suffer from that and you think that your, your screen's a bit bright and just turning the brightness down doesn't seem to help, then go over to um, stereopsis.com forward slash F-L-U-X. And how much does that cost? 
it's uh, uh, I think it's donation actually. It's oh. um, it's free. In fact, You'll I can't even see. Pay for this. <laughs> and 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 also, I know where am I Mac dot com. And we concentrate on the Apple products. Yeah. But there is a download available for XP and Vista and also for Linux. Oh, yeah. so they're kind of doing the whole cross platform open yep. source thing. There you go. That is way cool. Cool. So, Gaz. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If, uh, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, I'd, I'd say I'd say my name's not Gaz. You can't you can't get hold of me. Leave me Best alone. Not Just to go away. Leave me alone. Go away. <laughs> you can get hold of me at Gaz at mymac.com or at Twitter. 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 <laughs> oh dear. Twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz. It really is one yeah. of those shows this week. It is, isn't it? <laughs> can anybody There's come? Something squally around here. I haven't used soundboard enough today. I no, think you that- haven't. That, 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 that's, I'm, I'm out of sync. I think that's what the problem is. So uh, if, if anybody, <laughs> if anybody wanted to contact you guy, can, can they do such a thing? Well, up until the time when the, when the men show up in little white coats and take me away, I can be reached. I don't want to know about your <laughs> dreams of men wearing little white coats. Well, they're, they're so, li- oh, never mind. <laughs> I can be reached at guy at mymac.com and also at Twitter, no, sorry, twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. <laughs> you gonna stop me before I, stop me before I use soundboard again. <laughs> and if uh, for some reason uh, you want to complain and or praise <laughs> praise us, I love the way you always say. It. If you want to complain, <laughs> send it to feedback at mymac.com. That's right. Let Tim deal with you. We have we have too much fun on this show to, to listen to any negativity. <laughs> and uh, just like Eddie Spaghetti did, you can reach us on a Skype number that we have. Okay. Thank you so I, very much, Eddie. Yeah, I know the number. You do. I, I'm going to test you right now. What is that number? 703-436-9501. Oh, so close. So <laughs> very Damn. close. Damn. It's actually 703 703- Four three six nine five zero one. Not seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. That's right, Bogey. Is that, your, is that your Humphrey Bogart impersonation? <laughs> no, it's just it's just me being it's, stupid. It's just the general weirdness that always seems to happen on Tuesday, May third of whatever around, year the, around this time. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you all so very very much for downloading the show why do they do that i, I just don't, don't know don't please like... keep downloading the show we really appreciate it if you would like to leave comments please go to itunes find us through whatever method you want to find us well on itunes, iTunes normally yeah <laughs> if, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, gonna find to us iTunes. on itunes <laughs> all right we're gonna have a little fire up itunes if you, if you know how to fire up, fire up iTunes, there's a little search window. Type you in can do it in Windows as well. But why anybody what? would be listening, listening to this show through a Windows, Windows machine, I don't know. I have no idea. But if oh, you type yeah. in my Mac, it'll, it'll bring up the show as well as all the other f- fine podcasts that come out on the MyMac network that <sighs> are usually much more controlled and a little less insane than this show. Kill it, guy. Kill, kill it. it. Yep, 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 yep. Leave us iTunes comments. Call us at 703-436-9501. Continue to download the show. And Gaz, thank you so very much for being on this week. Thank you, and good night. And good night. 
Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to feedback at MyMac.com or call our Skype number and leave a message. The phone number is 703-436-9501. If you enjoyed the MyMac.com podcast, make sure you check out the other family of podcasts, all from MyMac.com and all free on iTunes, including The Geekiest Show Ever, App Minute with Sam Levin, and Tech Fan with Tim Robertson. There once was a sculptor named Phidias, whose sculptures by most were thought hideous. He carved Aphrodite without even a nighty, which shocked all the fussy fastidious.